0: Hey, everyone, here with John DeAngelis, Jr. John, thanks for joining us here. We appreciate the time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hi, John.
1: How are you, man? How are you doing tonight? pretty good. Just uh, had some dinner with with the girlfriend and the dogs, and now uh, we're here, so it's been a good day. Are you
2: still in Wisconsin? Yep,
1: we're uh, we're still in Wisconsin, just uh, a few miles away from the Slinger Super Speedway.
0: That's awesome. Well, uh, let's get into it here. So T- tell us a little bit about your year. We had an okay year. I wouldn't say it was great, but it was okay.
1: A uh, couple of solid runs, a couple of somewhat bad runs, I guess you could say. But, uh, I mean, everybody has them years and, and some bad ones. And here we are looking to go, uh, to go down. As I like to say, the Derby pretty much starts a new season for us every
0: year. So you made the decision to race more down south this year. What led to that decision? It's just something
1: to uh, something to change up the plan a little bit. You know, I mean, there's a lot of racing up
0: here. There's a lot of racing
1: down there. Um, going down there a couple times a year, it kind of gets you in the mood for for the bigger races like the Derby at Pensacola. You know, we ran the Blizzard Series there, and uh, it's just uh it's just something different. You know, I mean it's always fun to change stuff up. So this past year we decided, well, let's do the blizzard series. So we did. And, uh, I think next year we're kind of going to be doing the same thing, some bigger races down South. And then, uh, of course races up here yet, but we'd, uh, we'd definitely like to do some more traveling.
2: Hey, uh, you missed the first two times when you were at the, at the Derby, you didn't qualify. And now that you've been at, you actually made it last year, what did you find to actually get
1: yourself asked? Yeah. I mean, the it? first two years, um, yeah, like you said, we missed it the first two years. We just I was still pretty new to the whole super late game and you know, we tried it and that's all we could say is we tried. Um in the past two years we made it in on time with plenty of comfort behind us. And uh we're really looking forward to uh to this year. We're starting fresh with uh with a new crew chief and we, uh, we think we're going to build a pretty good hot rod here. We just put a new car together and, uh, we're hoping for a, a top five run on qualifying and definitely a top five finish in the future.
0: What did you learn from those previous years going down there before you were able to make the show? Just about
1: being on your A game. I mean, you can't really worry about what anybody else is doing. Just got to worry about yourself and your own team and really stick your heads into the setup book. And, uh, get something right get the right motor combination shock package chassis package everything I mean it you got guys down there that are spending 50 grand just for that weekend you know just to to win 25 it's it's a little ridiculous but it's what you got to do to get your name out there and you know guys that have won this race have gone up to the big leagues Eric Jones Chase Elliott they're all up there now.
0: I would say you're a little bit of a a surprise last year, uh, top five, top 10 in the charts. Uh, speed 51 gave you some great exposure, seeing you up there. What did you guys hit on and anything that you'll bring down there? The past two years we were down there.
1: Um, I don't know. We just, uh, we unloaded quick. Uh, the first year was really good. Last year, we were a little off. Um, we believe we had some bad tires, which will happen from time to time, but, uh, yeah, I think this year we're going to go back down with pretty much what we've been down there with, so we should have a pretty good start, I would say.
2: You know, you were down at the Blizzard Series there at the end of June, and you uh, did a double header down there and got a ninth and a 13th. That's pretty respectable. Um, are you expecting the same kind of setup, or is it is this going to throw you a curveball? It's always a little
1: there? bit different going from the hot summer months down there. I mean, we were down there – man i want to say it was probably like 95 with a feel like of 110 on the one night it was uh it was definitely very very warm but uh it definitely changes from that time of the year to this time of the year like this time of the year kind of sets in dewy for qualifying so you kind of got to work on a, a good qualifying setup um later at night or later afternoon practice session i should say but uh it's definitely different
0: you mentioned a new crew chief and a new car this year. Uh, can you elaborate on that? Who's the crew chief? What made, uh, you make the change there and what type of car? We'll be bringing a fury again. We, uh,
1: had just put a new one together. My car chief actually put it together. I've been working a lot on the road, but, uh, he would actually put it together and we, uh, teamed up with, uh, Tommy Ress, Luke Fenhouse's crew chief. Uh, Luke was not going to race this race anyways. So we had chit chatted a little bit and out as planned. And, uh, you know, we're taking a Prolate down there this year as well. So we got Travis Sauter coming along to work on that car. But uh, I think between the two of them, we should have a pretty good shot at, uh, at, a, at a front-running car for both the Prolate and Superlate.
0: Well, those are some well-known guys uh, that have been around the sport for some time now. Tell us a little bit about qualifying down there. We talked uh, about it with other guys there. We were down there for the 50th annual. It was like nothing we've ever experienced. The tension, you can just feel it up in the stands.
1: Like you were saying before, the first two years, you know, it's like, all right, well, we got to do it. We got to do it. It kind of doesn't seem like it's that intense, but it really is. And then when you finally know you got a good enough car that could potentially be top three, top five, then it's really the pressure's on. It's, you know, like you want to be that number one spot and, yeah, qualifying day down there is probably the most intense day of short track racing, like buddy says it is. It's definitely uh, definitely nerve wracking from the time you wake up until the time you take the checkered flag and qualifying from practice to tech to waiting in line, just the whole waiting game. And you know, it's dark. Everybody's there watching, you gotta do what you gotta do and give it everything you have.
2: Hey, you know, as being a fellow iRacer, you know, we've rubbed elbows just a little bit. Uh, are you using iRacing? Yes,
1: quite honestly, this past summer has been a little busy. I ventured into uh, owning some of my own semi-trucks, so I've been gone out on the road doing that between racing and then uh, bought a new house. So it's kind of taken up a lot of my time on I racing a whole lot lately. But in the years past, I definitely have used it for practice, and it is pretty close, if I do had to say <laughs>
0: You mentioned that you're also bringing the Prolate model down there uh, this year. Tell us about that decision, and thir- that's a, a good field as well. I ran a Prolate down there once
1: back in 2013. We uh, we actually did pretty well. We blew up in practice. Only had about 20 laps of practice after that, but we wound up finishing 13th. And uh, you know, it was just a one-time deal. In this past summer, we came across the motor deal with uh, with a crate. Motor. Like, hey, why don't we just put it together turn one of our old superlates into a prolate put it together and go down there and do a double header so uh that's pretty much what our plan is for some of the bigger races next year is to run a prolate and a superlate since we're there pit pass paid for and uh it's worked out like all right let's do it so
0: how do the snowball derby and snowflake Compared to other races up here, like Oktoberfest, Dixieland, two hundred and fifty, uh, Slinger Nationals, how how does it compare? I would
1: say it's pretty close to the same. You know, as like the Slinger Nationals or or like the Dixieland. I mean, you got a you got a big race. It's definitely a di- different atmosphere. Um, everybody's trying to be on top of their game, so it's all it's always intense. I mean, yeah, there'll be a couple laps here and there, but you know, the snowball. That's a that's a, it's a lot of time it's a lot of commitment uh for sure and just uh it's a lot
2: what is your goal what would make it for a, an excellent uh weekend what would be your goal what uh um i know winning would be would be super
1: good great of course winning you know uh every driver gets a drought. And unfortunately we've, we've been in that drought and we've been close the past couple of years and big wins like the Dixieland 250 last year, we placed second nationals. We finished third, uh, led the most laps at Madison. Just just always ended up in, uh, the tough spot of either second or third. And, you know, it's just one of them things you want to get back to the winner's circle. And if, if that could be the weekend to do it, it's definitely going to be the biggest one ever. I mean, pretty much for anybody which would be pretty neat but uh i'd definitely be happy with a solid top 10 um for sure top five would be well but there's a lot of good cars there's a lot of good drivers that are there and uh to even finish top 10 at the snowball derby is is pretty pretty good i mean you got guys like preston peltier his best finish has been fifth and he's he's one heck of a wheel man i think he's sat on the pole probably four or five times in the last six seven years and he, he hasn't won it. Bubba hasn't won it. But, you know, it's just to finish top five, top ten, it's a big race. It's a big deal. I mean, that feels like a win in itself t- sometimes, but uh, to get that win would be way over the top.
0: Do you connect with other racers uh, in the Midwest specifically, but maybe some others as well from down south that
1: um you know we kind of just got to worry about our own situation and our own deal i mean yeah we'll chit
0: chat with other drivers and whatnot
1: but not like a whole lot of setup wise i guess you could say there's a little bit of advice you know i go to bubba quite a few quite a few times when i'm down there just ask him if i'm doing something wrong or he'll follow me in practice once or twice and he knows that place like the back of his hand he's won how many blizzard races and championships there and uh I lean on him the most, I'd definitely say, and we kind of have a good friendship that way. But uh, for the most part, we just keep our own, uh, our own team in check and kind of keep our, our eyes focused on what we have at hand.
0: What's the key to getting around?
1: Definitely got to be smooth there. That place is like uh, like a cheese grater. Your tires will be good for about five laps, and after that, you're hanging on. But uh, if you can get a good setup under you and have a lot of uh, a lot of patience and just be smooth, you'll you'll last there for the long haul.
2: So you're kind of saying you've uh, actually like Bubba. You would you follow him around on the track and and see what his line is, and and also to follow up uh, uh, when he comes up to slinger, do you give him some yeah, pointers if he's we, looking we, for it?
1: Get him some help in the past, but. Uh, No, I try really not following many guys' lines just because everybody drives different. It's, you know, it's kind of like an iRacing deal. I mean, you've seen it yourself, but uh, everybody drives a little bit different. So a setup that you put in somebody's car and then you can put the same setup in somebody's and it's not going to work the same just the way they drive. But I do watch the way, I do watch the lines that some guys run down there and they're different and they work, but I can't say I haven't tried some, but we, uh, or me in particular, I kind of just run my own line.
0: What do you expect out of the track? Do you tend to, you know, set up your car a little tighter, a little looser?
1: A tighter setup, you know. That track, it it gets really slippery and really greasy fast. And like I said, it's like a cheese grater. it Just chews through tires and uh, by lap, for sure, lap 10 or 15 of of a race run, you're already starting to get
0: sideways. It seems like there might be a little lip going into three where the car kind of Dips a little to the right, and then you're turning down in the corner right away.
1: Um, Yeah, there's a a real subtle bump. Uh, If your shock package is good, you barely even notice it. But definitely a little one down there.
2: We'll we'll be definitely watching on Speed 51, man. We're sure rooting for you, man. We
1: want to see Wisconsin take that baby home. I, uh, I sure hope it can be us, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, Johnny, thank you for the time. We, uh, we appreciate it, and we hope to follow up with no. you after the Derby as well, and and also in the offseason to yeah, get to absolutely. know your story a little more as, as well. Sounds good. Thank good you. luck, John. Yep, good luck. Another awesome interview, this time by Johnny uh, DeAngelis Jr. Can't thank him enough for his time. Mark, uh, man, we touched on a lot of things there, and he'll be one to watch down there, especially after last year being in the top 10 and top 5 in the charts throughout the week. Boy,
2: man, everybody's building new cars for this one. Now, here he's got a new Fury going down there. and You know, so, man, everybody's building brand new cars for this, uh, this race down there. So it's going to be interesting to watch this stuff, man.
0: Yeah, and you can really see him, how he's progressed and learned the track and and leaned on Bubba a little bit, as he said in the interview. You can totally tell, you know, the first couple times, uh, didn't make the shows you mentioned in there and then made it and ran mid-pack and then last year really came on. So it'll be interesting to see if he can take another leap forward this year.
2: You know, his finishes, you know, he's like 17th and then he moves up to 13th. And in the Blizzard series, he got a ninth, you know, so he's slowly getting himself Better and better as he goes, you know, that's that's the seat time and everything like that. And it sounds like he's starting to get his uh, hands around Pensacola and getting around there. So looking for a good run out of Johnny D.
0: Absolutely. We'll be watching. And thank you again for joining me for the interview.
2: You betcha. That was a good one. So, yeah, we'll see you then later there, buddy.